You are listening to WHUP LP Hillsboro. And my name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Oh, I got plenty of oddities. Plenty, plenty today. So much stuff. And some unique original versions that I, you've never heard before. Some bad disco. Some rare George Harrison. Oh, oh, it just, it's just, it's it's such a pleasure for you to hear this. But I'm here for a different reason today. And what it is, is our 50-50 event, our spring fundraiser. You see, WHUP is um, part of the Hillsborough community, but we also broadcast worldwide. My show, in my show in particular, and I'm sure that this is not the longest list, but my show in particular has been heard in uh, Russia, in Germany, in England, Canada, all over the United States, Brazil. And we all speak the universal language of strange music that you've never heard before. And um, we're going to be doing this until tomorrow, May 2nd. Half the proceeds from this week will be distributed to musicians in the community throughout the Orange County Arts Commission Arts Support Fund. In the fall, we raised more than $4,000 for the fund and hope to do even better this time around with your help. Any contribution in any amount is much appreciated and will help us reach the goal. So visit our website at whupfm.org. My way of thanking you is playing this.
Mm. Can't do it better than that. My God. So what you heard first was Andy Williams. He sang the song Love Story, Where Do I Begin, in 1970. Had a big hit with it. It was in a top 10 song. Went to number one in the UK. Um, but then, nine years later, he decided he was or was talked into recording a disco version of said song, Love Story, Where Do I Begin? And you know... He was 52 years old when he sang that, and he sings the heck out of it. My God, it's good. The guy is, you know, if you listen to um, Sammy Davis Jr. or Frank Sinatra or Teresa Brewer or, you know, all those other people singing disco versions of their previous hits, you kind of get the feeling that they're doing sort of a rote version of it for the kids, but this... This Andy Williams performance is really, really good. I mean, he he busted out, and he's 52 years old. Incredible. I really like it. The The length of the song, eh, but what are you going to do? After that, Ann Peebles with the first version of the song Come to Mama from 1975. That sounded a lot like someone you like, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like... If it was a man singing it, it would sound like uh, Al Green because Willie Mitchell was the guy who produced those records and he had a hand in uh, Ann Peebles' career. Ann Peebles never never achieved great success in the United States. Her biggest hit was um, I Can't Stand the Rain. Of course, you know that song um, being covered about a million trillion zillion times in the hip-hop era, if you will. But uh, then Bob Seger covered this and uh, retitled it Come to Papa for his Night Moves album. Now, I like Bob Seger a lot. I mean, I know too much about him to, to truly give him my heart. But his version, while really, really good, is nothing compared to this. So if you ever get a chance, listen to Ann Peebles' discography because it's, it sounds like Al Green and it's it's... It's just as good. It's just as good. So this is Gilbert Neal. I'm here at D-Sides Orphans and Oddities on WHUP. And um, we're doing our spring fundraiser, our 50-50 fundraiser. And it ends tomorrow. So I'm not sure if this still holds true, but um, we're going to be spotlighting our amazing library of North Carolina music, spanning all conceivable styles and decades, perhaps my own which will run whenever we don't have a live DJ in the studio. And uh, I'm live, so there's that thing. All right, let me, I'm going to do something to torture you here for a second. Hang on. Let's see. Oh, okay. All right. I have been, hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reassuring you by talking. Okay, so you remember the Beatles, right? Sure you do. You love the Beatles. But when the Beatles came along, the UK record business scoured the streets for bands, looking for guitar bands that they had rejected before. And you got your Dave Clark Five and your... uh, the Big Three, and uh, of course the Rolling Stones and the Hollies. 
and uh, things like that, you know. Um, and it's hard to get the Dave Clark Five records because of the chicanery that Dave Clark himself has been uh, had been doing with the uh, record business and the discography and the rights and all that stuff. But there's another group that came from that time that also has a, a strange story. And um, this is one of those records where if I listen to it, it actually makes me feel uncomfortable. I think we've talked about this before because it's so arcane and so unwanted that I think you and I are going to be the only ones listening to the these songs coming up. Um, so I'm talking about Freddie and the Dreamers who had a hit in England called I'm Telling You Now, which reached number one in the UK in 1963 in the wake of the initial flood of Beatlemania. But that song was released in the United States in 1965, and it made the number one slot in Billboard. And Freddie and the Dreamers, if you go on the YouTubes, they had their own dance. They tried to invent their own, well, they did invent their own dance. They were trying to make it a, um, a big deal. A new dance craze like the twist and all that stuff. And they called it the Freddy. So go on your YouTubes when my show is finished and look up the Freddy. And you'll see how to do the Freddy. And it didn't last very long, and it wasn't very popular. It reached barely reached the top 20 in the United States, even though he appeared on Ed Sullivan multiple times. But uh, that was that. And then they kept releasing records, and they kept releasing records, and I'm going to play you. You remember I told you about uh, their number one song, I'm Telling You Now? Well, chillin'. In, 19, six, in 1976... They released an album called Freddie Garrity and the New Dreamers on Arnie's Shack Records. You've never heard of Arnie's Shack Records? Neither have I. But in 1976, they released an album. And on this album, they redo I'm Telling You Now. And I'm going to play that for you so that you and I can be the only ones to ever hear this. Because I think the record sank without a trace. It wasn't like um, when uh, the animals reunited in '77. This was the <laughs> this was not even close. This is like listening to a, a um, um, spirit album from like 1981. So give this a shot and see if you like it. You won't. Many a year I'm in love with you 
Sorry. Sorry. Without a song, I messed up. I messed up. I apologize. This is the end of the end people song. And then it stops. Don't give up on me.
going to make you move, going to make you groove, going to make you move. Oi, Gewalt! What a thing. This is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. We started this set with Freddie Garrity and the New Dreamers with the 1976 version of their number one hit from the um, 1965 in the United States, I'm Telling You Now. After that, uh, the album recorded after that was called Breaking Out. And they title, they, they call themselves Freddie and the Dreamers at that point. So they weren't new dreamers after that. And the song was called Tin Pan Alley. Just an awful record. Just awful. Bad. Sad. After that. A song called Fear of Flying from 1979 by a singer called Charlie Dore. Who was Charlie Dore? Charlie Dore had one top 20 hit that same year called Pilot of the Airwaves. Pilot of the Airwaves, this is my request. People of a certain age will recall that acapella intro and her humble good looks, her acoustic guitar, and I think they tried to make her a, a newer Ricky Lee Jones, maybe? Something? I don't know. By the way, Ricky Lee Jones just came out with a book. I heard it on NPR, so I'm just letting you know, because some people like that stuff. Personally, I don't like to read. I'm more of a um, semaphore guy. After that, the dance, 12-inch dance maxi single from 1978, Street Player by Chicago with Maynard Ferguson on trumpet. I remember them playing that song on Saturday Night Live. Peter Cetera with his evolving blonde hair. His style would change again for the next album, which was Chicago 14. Then... They took a break. David Foster stumbled into the studio and, well, the rest is history. Uh, that song was originally recorded by Rufus, but it was co-written by Chicago's drummer and their, and uh, Rufus's keyboard player. So there you are. Hey, listen to me. Support WHUP and Orange County musicians during our 50-50 fundraising week, which ends tomorrow by going to our website, whupfm.org, hitting that donate button and making a contribution in any amount. Everything helps. Trust me. We hope you agree that our programming alone is worth your donation, but that the people that are, I hope you agree that our programming alone is worth your donation, but that the people who have built this area's reputation as a vibrant music and cultural hotspot deserve your generosity as well. That ran on. All right. I'm going to play you some nutty stuff. Then we'll talk some more. Yep. I bet you didn't know this was a cover. But it was. So here it is. Come on. Boy, I programmed this poorly. Sorry. Sorry.
stop your running about It's time you straighten right out Stop your running around Making trouble in the town Ah, Rudy A message to you, Rudy A message to you You're growing older each day You want to think of your future Or you might wind up in jail Then you will suffer Ah, Rudy A message to you, Rudy A message to you Message to you, Rudy. A message. 
Some of the strangest people you'll ever meet are in Dr. Frankenstein on campus. They're dedicated to the principle that a little sex and violence never hurt anyone. Local university harboring mad scientist. Now I'll just add a bit of this. Do you think it needs it? Uh, why not? Monster running orgies on the campus. Dr. Frankenstein on campus. See yourself in a crowd of everywhere people going nowhere. Stand in a major mind in a day. Maybe heavy music and raw horror and naked ladies and Frankenstein monsters don't make a great movie, but they sure don't hurt. Frankenstein rides again. I don't look like much of a monster, do I? Hardly. Remember, the original doctor wasn't a monster. He made a monster. And it was because of the small-mindedness of his colleagues in Austria that the original doctor was driven into experimenting above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> Wait, I've got, I've got a special treat. <laughs> I heard about that outrageous action of the deans yesterday. Oh, but the battle's not over, sir. Oh, I shall bleed a little, then rise to fight again. If there ever was a time for the music of Lighthouse, this is it. Robin Ward proves that Victor Frankenstein isn't just another pretty face. Also starring Kathy Sawyer, Austin Willis, and John Sullivan. Featuring Tony Moffat Lynch, Ty Heller, Stephanie Laird, Rex Hagen, and Alan Dean. Don't miss Dr. Frankenstein on campus, a Medford film release.
You are listening to D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. My name is Gilbert Neal. You just heard the one and only single, Both Sides, released by a fellow named Eli Culbertson from 1974. Boogie Queen, and then before that, his uh, his cover of I Need Your Love Tonight. Old warhorse for many a singer. But you know, he sounds a lot like uh, Elvis. Elvis doing glam, which is... Uh, Sort of a, you know, if you think about it, maybe uh, something Elvis should have tried was to expand his repertoire. But he didn't. Anyway, before that, a promo for the movie Dr. Frankenstein on Campus from 1970, which I thought was kind of neat. Bah, bah, bah. 
Before that, Dion from 1968, a song called Daddy Roland, suggested to me by my good friend from Plattsburgh, Dan Lewis. Dan Lewis. Dan, I said your last name. I'm sorry about that. Now people are going to write you. Both of our fans are going to. And uh, that was the B-side of Abraham, Martin, and John, his quote-unquote comeback single from 1968, although it had only been five years since he had last been in the top ten, so things moved a lot quicker back then. Now things move a lot slower. And before that, the original version of Rudy, A Message to You by Dan Livingstone from 1967 became a big hit for the specials in 1980, I think. Ah, well, you know, we're in the middle of our um, spring fundraising drive. We call it the 50-50 event. And uh, federal pandemic relief funds are finally trickling down to venues and art organizations, but individual musicians and bands are still piecing together a living as best they can. WHUP recognizes that our mission goes beyond broadcasting the original music and news shows you hear every day, and that we have a responsibility to help the community get back on its feet however we can. We are the only public radio station in the country that is sharing the proceeds from our on-air fundraiser with folks in need. And we encourage you to join us in this effort during our 50-50 event. So go to our website, whupfm.org. Most of you are already there. And donate whatever you can. This is WHUP LP Hillsboro. And um, there's a guy named Walrus on YouTube. I don't know who he is. I've written to him. He has not responded. I don't know if he still does this. But... He has recorded backing tracks to some obscure George Harrison songs that have never been released on album, at least with band backing. And one of them is the song I'm about to play, which I've actually played on this show before, the Charlie Dorr version. Remember we talked about Fear of Flying from 1979? Well, this is a song that George Harrison wrote, wrote an acoustic version for, or, or performed an acoustic version, and this guy provided, provided backing for it. And so I wanted to give credit where credit is due. Your mileage may vary, but here is that thing that I said was going to happen. So I like this. This is Fear of Flying by George Harrison. My favorite Beatle.
If I was at Studio 54 hearing this song, it would be towards the end of the disco era. I'd be on the floor, all coked up, looking at the speakers, looking at the woofer, thinking, when does this end? Why are they making fun of the Beach Boys? But this is really the Beach Boys. Co-produced by that hackmeister Bruce Johnston and Kurt Fetcher, who did some of my favorite records of the 60s. But a check is a check, I guess. Look up Kurt Betcher on uh, Wikipedia. He was um... okay. That's the end. Look up Kurt Betcher on uh, Wikipedia. They make the point that if things had gone a little bit differently, he would be regarded as highly as Brian Wilson. But things didn't. Anyway, that was Here Comes the Night, the disco version from 1979. The album version runs 10 minutes, and I think I played like eight. Hi, Gavalt. Before that, George Harrison and Lay His Head from 1979 during the recording of Somewhere in England. Uh, This didn't make it to that album. So it must not be very good. And it was... Eh. <sighs> and before that, Fear of Flying, written by... <clears throat> written by Charlie Dore. And she must have felt sky high when that song was recorded by him. Or that she was made aware, but it was never released in his lifetime, I don't think. Anyway, this is Gilbert Neal with D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. I'm putting you through the paces, my friends. I'm playing some crazy, very, very bad disco music and some some rare stuff. Coming up, I'm going to be doing some original versions that you didn't know were original. And um, it's going to be fun. You know, this week, uh, it ends tomorrow, but we're doing our 50-50 event. Our 50-50 event, the spring version. Um sharing the proceeds with Orange County musicians to help them bridge the income gap until venues reopen, like the one across the street, and they can perform in public again. So your donation during the WHUP 5050 event will not only help keep our independent community radio station going, but will provide critical assistance to those at the heart of our local music scene. (sighs) What do you think of that? I think it's a good deal. So if you think of it, please... Click that button on our website and donate as much as you can. And um, we will be a going concern into the future. Speaking of rare original versions, this is one coming up. I bet you never heard this. Satisfied, do you by my side? Don't wait longer. 
Must have seemed important at the time. 1968 Moby Group with a song called Never. And you can hear a few things that Robert Plant must have heard because there were a few Led Zeppelin <sighs> borrowings from that mostly uh, mediocre tune. But whatever. We're talking about them. They're not talking about us. Before that, Mars Bonfire with the original version of Born to be Wild. Same year as the uh, Steppenwolf version came out in 1968. Before that, Little Richard with Hurry Sundown from 1967. I only know that song because my favorite band, The Free Design, recorded it. And then I thought, hmm, Little Richard recorded it too. And then... They're nothing, they're nothing like each other. Nothing like each other. But they're the same same writer, and um, huh. I don't know which version I like better. I just uh, He was an, an incredible singer. We took for granted for a long time. And before that, Jack Lee, with his version, well, his the original version of the song, Come Back and Stay, from 1981, which became a huge hit a couple of years later for Paul Young. And I think Paul Young's version had Pino Palladino on the bass. I'm not sure. Jack Lee also wrote the song Hanging on the Telephone that was made um, famous by Blondie. You remember that song, right? Let's see. I'm looking it up. Um, Paul Young. It doesn't say. But I'm sure that uh, anybody can figure out who played the bass on uh, that song. And the bass hook, which um, 
was ubiquitous ubiquitous when it came out. All right. Well, this week ends tomorrow, and we are holding our annual Spring Fund Drive to help us survive and advance through the summer. Sharing the proceeds with Orange County musicians to help them bridge the income gap until venues reopen and they can perform in the public again. So please donate to the WHUP 5050 event on our website. Um, just press the shiny button and donate whatever you can. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. I don't think I'm going to be talking anymore. Um, but uh, here's a couple of original versions that you never heard before and one crazy, crazy thing. So I will talk to you next week. It's been a pleasure. Never a chore. I'll see you then, then. There's a lot of stuff I didn't get to in this episode because I was talking too much.
feeling good And by that time I looked on the wall At the old clock on the wall By that time It was 10.30 then I looked down the bar At the bartender Said, said What do you want, Johnny? One bourbon One scotch one bill Well, my baby, she gone She been gone tonight I ain't seen my baby Since night of full day I wanna get drunk Get her off of my mind One bourbon One scotch One bill And I sat there Getting high Stone knocked out and by that time I looked on the wall at the old clock again and by that time with a quarter to two the last call for alcohol I said hey Mr. Bartender what do you want for one bourbon the incredible new Polaroid land camera for 1995. It talks to you. Swing it up and take a look. Then turn the knob until it says yes, right in the viewfinder. Okay, you've got the right setting. Ten seconds later, you zip off a perfect black and white picture. The swinger freezes action. It's always in focus. And it gives you beautiful close-ups. Incredible, especially at 1995. Hey, meet the swinger. Swinger, meet the swinger, the swinger, the swinger, the
If you would ever like to dare me to play something that doesn't have the swears in it, I will play it. If it was from 1965 to 1980, or anyone in that case, that was Ronaldo and the Loaf with Ow Stew the Red Shoe. And uh, I think that the, the bridge was recorded backwards, but the lyrics were supposed to be... It's I don't even know how to describe it, but I like it. Uh, Before that, a Polaroid Swinger commercial from 1965 featuring the dulcet tones of one Barry Manilow. Before that, the original, no, not the original version, sorry, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer from Johnny Lee Hooker in 1966. And before that, Niella Miller with Baby Please Don't Go to Town from 1961, the uh, version that was used later by Jimi Hendrix for Hey Joe. You know, rock music just eats itself over and over again. So anyway, I'm serious. I'm not going to talk anymore. I just wanted to tell you that you can call me anytime. I'll play anything. As long as it doesn't have the swears in it. Just ask me. Where's my bed of roses with sunshine every day? Where are all the promises you made yesterday? Now you've grown restless and you've got devil ways Yes, your first wife left you cause you drove her away Oh, and I'm behind the same old mop that Susie Hughes I'm sleeping in the same bed and wearing the same old shoes I'm just your housemaid like Susie was too I'm behind the same old mop that Susie
a different melody And these tears on my pillow They don't seem to mean a thing Sometimes you're good to me And sweet as you can be But there's too many other times I wish I could be free Yeah, and I'm behind the same old mark
Everybody dance. I guess you had to be there. One of those groups that I don't I don't know of. I mean, I know a lot of people from that era and who grew up around that era and stuff, but I don't know anybody who is a I guess it's absurd to say squitty politty purist, but they started off so primitive and so angular and so weird. And this is what they ended up with. I like it. They got better and better as the money came in bigger and bigger. Some bands start off with the original idea. Can you believe it's the same group? Yeah, I like it. Anyway, there's some scritty politty, early scritty politty, and a lot of bands started off not knowing how to play their instruments, and they ended up not needing to know how to play their instruments. I love that guy's voice. That was um, The Sweetest Girl from 1981 with Robert Wyatt on piano. And before that, PAs, song called PAs, political equip, equipment-based, I don't know. And before that, Skank Block Bologna, which was their initial foray into the recorded sound world thingy. Anyway, it, the rest is history. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show today. I know it was very strange, but I particularly enjoyed the first half with the um, Scientology and whatnot. My name is Gilbert Neal. I don't know what's coming up next on my thingy here, but it's always a pleasure and never a chore. And um, let me know that you're listening on the Facebook. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities on WHUP. Let's see what happens next. Next. Here come. I know it's going to be good.
There's something wrong. There are so many things I meant to say. Oh, Hannah. I'm too late. Streaming live at... Streaming live at W.A. Streaming live at W.A.